Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. Happy almost Halloween. I can't believe it's literally almost Halloween. I have mixed feelings about it because Halloween is my favorite holiday and I really don't have many plans. Um, I haven't even decorated and I don't even know what I'm doing for my costume. I wanted to be Agnes from Despicable Me um, or Nancy Drew, um, but I literally am probably just gonna be sitting in my apartment watching Halloween movies and stuffing my face with candy. So I don't know, maybe I'll get creative and make something. Um, if you didn't catch the live episode on Wednesday on YouTube, um, it is a very Halloween themed um, episode. And uh, my friend Morgan taught me how to do a spooky makeup look for Halloween. So that podcast won't be coming out until a few weeks from now. So definitely check it out on YouTube at Essentially Haley um, and see the makeup. I am garbage at makeup, um, but Morgan is amazing. So you can look at my skeleton face and laugh with me because it's pretty funny. Um, and of course, when I do the podcast version of that interview, I'll cut out most of the makeup talk. So definitely check out on YouTube for that. But um, for this episode, this is seriously one of my favorite, favorite interviews I've ever done. I know I say that a lot, but seriously, when I was editing this episode, I hardly cut anything out. It was just so great. There's so much good information in here. And um, yeah, I'm just gonna let you guys get right into it because I don't need to talk anymore because the episode is seriously so amazing. And plus the audio is finally good quality. So let's get into the episode. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. Uh, today is going to be a very, very exciting episode. Um, I am speaking with my friend Ramita. She was, uh, we met doing a, what was it? It was like a 
we set it was the Jerome Robbins centennial performance we got to learn the opening number of on the town and work with Josh Burgoss and we performed it on the intrepid which is like this big boat um, so that's how we met but she is an amazing dancer she has done so many cool dance jobs and also has you know like worked for Ted Med and she's starting her own like networking awesome community I'm doing a horrible job explaining it I wrote it all down in my notes and now I'm doing a horrible job explaining it but that's why she's here uh, to talk all about everything that she's up to now please welcome Ramita let me put the applause sounds on <laughs> awesome hello welcome thanks for being here Thank you for having me this is so cool of course so i was i already i already told you before but i love your reel it's just like it's so fun and you've done so many cool different things i feel like it's such a great versatile reel so i loved i'm glad i got to share it with everyone <laughs> oh, thank you it's a little bit old i need to update it i was telling you earlier like i just it was on my quarantine to-do list and i haven't done it so yep same. I I watched mine recently and I was like, oh, wow, this is really old and doesn't represent me very well. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into talking about dance and talking about all our cool stuff and all the cool things that you're up to that I butchered in my intro, um, we are going to be making some sugar scrubs today, which is like one of my favorite things to make. So before we jump into it, we are going to get our coconut oil first so I am making a kind of like what is it like a pumpkin spice version and then you are going to be making a little different version I think you've got like some eucalyptus you've got some tea tree it'll be like yep. a very like opening sinus sugar scrub exactly. <laughs> so this that'll be my, good um, essential oil pack oh I so. love that little kit that's so cute yeah I have an essential oil diffuser that I that I like put on every night I love it it's yeah like the best thing in my life it's my favorite it's so just like soothing I've always wanted to make sugar scrub there was a girl in my high school that like or middle school who like got really famous she was like a child entrepreneur for like sugar scrubs oh my god and I never knew how to make them. They're actually, they're really easy. I guess I'll explain what we're doing and then we can get into dancing while we're like mixing and stuff. Or sure. we're not going to start dancing right now. We're going to talk about dance. <laughs> so um, I am doing, ooh, this light brown sugar is very hard. I'm going to be using, um, I guess like a quarter cup of light brown sugar and a quarter cup of the regular sugar and then you're going to use just half cup of your sugar and pour that into the bowl and then for your your little batch of sugar scrub you can kind of get creative with what you want i feel like eucalyptus and tea tree will go well together you could probably do like three drops of each because they're pretty strong and then all you got to do is really mix it up and then you're basically good to go <laughs> oh, cool. until you take a shower. So it's a really quick and easy little craft thing that we can do. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to be using, what am I using? I'm using some cassia oil, some wild orange, some ginger, and some cinnamon bark to make a kind of like pumpkin spice-esque uh, 
little situation. So while we do this, I would love to hear a little bit about like where you grew up, how you started dancing, um, just kind of like the early years. Yeah, totally. Well, first of all, this is so cool. Who knew this was so easy? I know. I I never do crafty stuff anymore. I love it. I over quarantine. I would like I painted and I made some bracelets and stuff, but um, I haven't done like a fun thing like this. So this is awesome. Um. But, okay, I grew up in Pittsburgh, in Murraysville, Pennsylvania. Um, I was born in, like, the city of Pittsburgh, and then I lived in a town called um, Ross Draver for a long time, and then moved to uh, Murraysville, which is where, like, my family is now. Um, And I started dancing when I was five at a studio called Ross Draver Dance Academy, and um, I was just, like, a, a... little I really wanted to be a gymnast when I was little but there was a studio literally three minutes from my house and my mom was like let's do this instead um and I started with like ballet and acrobatics and I was like a little like bendy acro kid and then I slowly just added on styles like tap and jazz and everything else so that was most of my childhood I was a comp kid my whole life um moved when I was about eight to a studio in Murraysville and my family moved to Murraysville. Um, and then alongside all of this, I did classical Indian dance. So my, my aunt um, is a dance teacher and our local like temple had um, classical Indian dance classes and she taught them. So um, I did that on Sundays and like on the weekends and then during the week, rest of the week I would like do my competition dancing. So that, that kind of lasted from um, when I was five until I graduated from high school. And then I went to college in Philly and moved to New York after college. Wow. And when you were in college, did you major in dance or did you have like a dual major or what was that like? Yeah. So I really wanted to go to school for dance. I, I was like, um, actually pre-med in, co- in college at the beginning. And I really, when I was applying to colleges, wanted to go for I wanted to be like a double major and do dance in pre-med, but um, I ended up going to UPenn and they actually don't have any type of dance programming at all whatsoever. It's like pretty sad. Wow. Um, so, so they I would think a big school like that would at least have like a small dance department. Yeah, exactly. They don't. They didn't have anything, which is like a huge bummer. But it was also kind of a blessing in disguise because um, I was part of a dance company called Arts House Dance Company and. Um, there were just like it was just I met my best friends but also like learned so much about dance that I didn't know before like how to produce shows and how to like create content and how to um like manage a company and do all this stuff that like every since everything was like independently run by students it was like a really good learning experience and the faculty like really supported those extracurriculars for us so Um, I don't know. It was like a big blessing in disguise. And I'm kind of glad that I had that because then it motivated me to like actually want to dance professionally even more. Yeah, that's awesome. So wait, did you end up, what was your major you said because they didn't have a a dance program. What did you end up majoring in? Yeah, so I was pre-med for a little bit and then I didn't like it anymore. And so (laughs) I I, um, ended up majoring in... um, health and societies which is a mixture of like health and business 
Cool. That's awesome. I'm sure that those both of those things are so important in dance, like knowing about the body and health. And then also business has really served you uh, well, which I'm, we're going to definitely get into a little later. Um, so I know that you did So You Think You Can Dance. I was wondering if you could kind of share some of those experiences and, you know, when you did that and what made you decide to audition for that show. Yeah. Um, so I auditioned my, um, it was like the end of college and I really didn't, what, well, I had like, I had watched the show growing up. It was like one of my favorite shows growing up, obviously. And, um, in college, like I said, I, towards the end of college, I was, I was getting to this point of like, you know, should I move to New York and dance or should I not? Um, and my best friend who's now my co-founder of Artwork, which we'll talk about later. Um, Nick um, was also my roommate at the time and he was in Arts House with me. And so at at sophomore year of college, he actually left to go dance um, for about a year and a half in New York. And he, you know, did a bunch of shows and was killing it there. And I was like, ugh, I really wish I could like do that too. Um, And so he's always just like super encouraged me. And at the end of, college um so you think this was the season after um they did the kids season and so we didn't know it was coming back but he saw it and he was like Rami you need to audition like it's like you definitely have to do it and so um I was like okay begrudgingly we like submitted a vi- I submitted a video um I really really didn't want to for some reason but I just he was like no you have to do it so I did it and then it it like went really well um I got a call back from the video and then the whole process started um I auditioned like in New York in March and then um a Vegas week which is now now called the Academy happened in um May and it was actually the day of my college graduation so I flew like from commencement to um LA which is like the most wow and it was probably like the best day of my life but um that is so exciting that started my dance career was very like one chapter to the next so that's amazing was was it as crazy as people might assume it would be like the hours and the amount of dancing that you do and um you know there's actually there's a lot of waiting which is like similar to the dance industry um like when you're on a job it's just like there it's it's a lot of waiting it's a lot of like what you know we typically do now um and at that time that was like my first experience of it so that's kind of what I noticed most but I had a really awesome time doing it and I I did a mixture of classical Indian dance and contemporary on the show just because that was like what I felt like most represented me Mm. um and so it was cool to like have that perspective I was like one of the first South Asian people to do that and or to do that on the show and and to like make it to that that point and so it just felt really cool I was just excited to be there every step of the way and I, I had no expectations going in um so it was just really fun to like be there and be around so many amazing dancers and a lot of them are still my friends in New York so overall I I just had a blast doing it and um 
yeah, it was a great experience. That's awesome because I've heard, you know, sometimes there's like jobs and things that, that we put ourselves through that can be not such great experiences. So it's good to hear that that was an actually a good experience because it looks so magical and, you know, the whole like it seems so mysterious. And then I've actually met like so many people now being in New York who have had some sort of interaction with So You Think and like have either been on it or auditioned. So it's so cool to see like, you know, all the different parts of it and how much they don't actually show on the show of what actually is happening behind the scenes. Like, there's so many more rounds and all those different things that happen. So that's crazy. Totally. I think that was something that surprised me, too, of, like, all the rounds that happened before that, that like, first um, audition. Like, you have to – I think my first day we had to do, like, two or three rounds of improv before we even got, like, to that next round it was it was like a whole day affair the first day I remember um and then the other thing that I remember that was surprising was all the paperwork we did like a full day of paperwork where we just showed up and like all sat around at a table and like filled out forms all day um gosh (laughs) like things that you wouldn't necessarily think about but again like very early in my dance career so like now I would maybe think understand that more but like at that stage I was like whoa this is like a whole new world you know yeah totally so after that you moved to New York and then kind of started your your journey here what are some of the things that you've really enjoyed participating in in New York I know we did our our fun job that was such a fun job I mean I guess it was a job we didn't get paid but we got to learn original Broadway choreography from an awesome choreographer and perform on a massive like what is that like a ship what do they I don't even yeah, know what they use that for like a ship museum I don't know yeah that was a crazy experience so um what other kind of fun things have you gotten up to since you started your journey in New York Yeah, so it took me a little bit of time to figure out what I wanted to do in New York. Um, And I don't think I knew really what it meant to be a professional dancer. One, because I just, I truly, like, didn't know that many people who had, like, gotten to that point. And, like, as a a brown person, like, to be honest, there are, like, no people that I could, like, look up to or ask questions to. So I was, I was, like, totally lost. I was, like, what do I do here? Um... And when I first moved, I I think coming off of the show, um, since Indian dance was like such a big facet of that, I got really pulled into like a lot of Indian dance opportunities off the bat. So I toured with a company called Atma and um, did a show called Mystic India for about a year and a half, almost two years. Um, So that was my first, that started like immediately when I moved to New York. Uh, But that was my first like show that I was a part of. And I learned so much. It was like, it's like, a crazy involved show there are like 40 costume changes and like so many pieces there are costume changes in between pieces like oh my goodness yeah it's a crazy show uh and we toured like all over the U.S. so it was really fun I learned so much and had a great time with like all the awesome people that were part of that cast um and then I did a lot of like different Bollywood and like Indian dance stuff for that first year um but then I think like I got to a point where I was I was doing so much of that that actually I had never trained in Bollywood like I did classical Indian dance but that's right. separate from Bollywood and like um, I felt really a little bit like tokenized as like okay you're a brown person so you should do Bollywood dance um, so then I kind of like moved away from that and my training is as a jazz and contemporary dancer so I kind of went back into competition world and did a lot of like 
um, uh, like teaching, judging, choreography, like in that space and went back to studios and that type of thing. Um, and then uh, slowly like auditioned for musical theater and um, signed with Clear about a years ago to block um and so that has really been like a big part of my of my commercial and theater dance journey so i did like um aida in um 2019 last year um which was a really <laughs> awesome show um that i loved um and then i i've done a bunch of like tv and film things like um john oliver and fashion week and um the I am the night premiere. So a bunch of fun things kind of like mo mostly in the commercial space, um, but then also like auditioning for theater. So cool. I just, I, you, I feel like you have done so many different things that it, it must not get boring. Like that's the fun thing where you, you get to do so many different things. It's like, you're always, it's stressful, but then you're always able to just explore and, and not get stuck doing one thing forever. <laughs> Yeah, I think I really like the like the variety and I'm also like um I'm one of those dancers that kind of like falls in between. That's what made the path so tricky was that yes. I was never like, oh, I'm definitely a musical theater dancer, I'm definitely a commercial dancer, I'm definitely an Indian dancer. Like I was just like I like all of these things. I love dancing. Um I was like a contemporary dancer first and foremost and that's not really like a thing. Um yeah, that's true. That's I feel exactly the same way. It's like I yeah. I love musical theater, but I'm not like obsessed with being on Broadway. Like I would love to be on Broadway, but that's not like my huge dream. I just, you know, want to dance and, and do all all the different things. I don't want to be like stuck in a box of one style. And, exactly. and that's also hard, I guess, also when the the agencies kind of separate it with commercial and theater too, which it's awesome that you've been able to do both even though like does block separate it like that or do they still they're able to send you out to both things and stuff yeah so um interestingly when i when i signed with clear it was for theater um and um i was like put i really like went mostly towards um like theater opportunity like theater auditions and stuff like that that's like mostly what um, Claire sent me too, but I was also on the commercial roster. Um, and then I, I met Block through um, uh, Wise Fruit, if you've been to it. Oh, so Brinda yeah. was like one of my really great mentors. Um, and I was performing at that for Stephanie Clemens, who's another mentor that I love and admire so much. Um, so during that, Steph is signed with Block. And so they, they like, I got connected with them through that. And that gave me an opportunity to they were like if you if you jump over we'll sign you for commercial and theater and um I like wanted a little more of a balance between the two and I felt like they could offer that and so um and they and they totally have and I and I'm happy I love I love both agencies I think they were great but I'm really happy that I switched to be able to um do like a good balance of both and I I really liked the commercial work too so um that's kind of how that happened awesome well that is a perfect transition we're gonna do our first game you can keep stirring up your sugar scrub my sugars are a little clumpy because i think they're old so mine is not so nice and smooth but yeah, mine, 
super I mean, I feel like um, the oil didn't like dissolve very well. Should I put water or something? I guess no, it'll be okay. It should actually kind of harden up a little bit and then okay. it'll melt with your body temperature. Like in the shower, you can yeah. use it. But you're probably, probably pretty good to do it. But if you want it to be a little more liquidy, then you can use your your liquid uh, coconut oil if you want it to be a little more a little more like body gel ish <laughs> awesome so let me put our little graphic up it's time for would you rather <laughs> okay so i explained this to you a little bit before but for anyone watching on youtube you guys can interact with us at this point we'd love to know what you would rather do so i'm gonna pick randomly one red card and one it's like a teal i think i keep calling this blue or green i switch off but i don't know what it actually is it's like a it's like a tiffany blue i don't know oh i love it yeah <laughs> okay here we go would you rather have to move to a different house every week or live in a shed in the middle of a desert definitely move to a new house every week yeah um i don't know sometimes i feel like dancing is like that if you're just like bopping around places yeah so it just sounds like you're on tour <laughs> awesome that was an easy one some of yeah. them are like really weird it's funny that yeah. those were both like housing related ones that was totally random i swear i didn't I didn't stack the deck. Oh, we didn't have that on like one card. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, they were on two separate cards. That's what's weird about it. Oh, oh my gosh. This one came up in another episode. It's a little intense. Would you rather have explosive diarrhea every morning when you wake up <laughs> or sleep in a cage of snakes every single night? Oh, no. That's so hard. <laughs> I, I feel like the diarrhea has to be better than snakes, right? I, I don't know. I think so. I think I would pick that. That's a really hard one. That is really hard and really gross. I'm sorry. That was, that was, <laughs> okay. I need to take that one out of the deck because <laughs> it's come up twice now and it's disgusting both times. Oh my God. Okay. Last one. And we got a, a like from someone on YouTube. So thanks if you're watching out there. Thanks for liking us. Yeah, um, <laughs> Okay, would you rather have an alarm go off each time you fall asleep or have to eat without using your hands or cutlery? So I guess you're just like face first into the food. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like face first. Yeah, it's like every yeah, I need I need my sleep. So I feel like every I, meal I, is I, like a pie eating contest, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I could make it work. Yeah. Those were good. You were really quick with those. Some people have a hard time. You must have a very strong sense of self. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> awesome. Well, now that we've transitioned into non-dance talk, I wanted to talk a little bit about your experience working with Ted Med and then also just like working as a dancer and balancing that and like balancing all the stuff that you learned in school that wasn't dance related. Yeah. Um, so I guess this just goes along my dance journey. So as I was kind of figuring out my place in the dance industry, I was also figuring out um, what I wanted to do with my life, like 
to have a, a good sense of balance and to just like feel happy in all the things that I was doing. Um, when I when I like first moved to New York, I was like, okay, I'm only gonna dance. I'm gonna throw all like academic stuff, all college related stuff out the door and just totally focus on dance for at least like this first year. Um, and I had a bunch of like different gig jobs on the side, like babysitting. And I used to, I remember go to, um, uh, NYU and stuff had these like studies where you could get like paid 20 bucks to like answer some questions. I would do like, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but I just, in doing all of that, I'm so glad that I did it because I, I learned a lot, but I think I just needed more consistency and like needed one thing outside of dance that, um, could ground me. And so, um, I ended up like relying on my, on my degree and focusing on like consulting in healthcare, um, which I didn't know what that meant at the time, but I just learned a bunch of different skills to be able to like be valuable to companies. And I got really lucky because Ted Med is a company that I interned at in college. It's Ted Talks for Healthcare. Um, it's a really small team up in Connecticut. So I couldn't really work for them. They weren't open to remote culture like at the beginning, but slowly I had just kept like in touch with them. And eventually they were like, okay, like, yeah, stay on board. We have like a few projects that we need. So I start. it started with that. And then I was able to build up different skills in like marketing and then UX design, which is just like how you design apps and products, um, as well as just like product oriented design and graphic design. So uh, I just built up all of these like random skills. I just liked playing. I always loved Photoshop and stuff like that. So um, I figured out how to like refine it and cultivate it. And then I used that to like work at different startups. So I would be like, when I tell my like kids about my life and career like 10 years from now I will always remember just like sitting in Ripley Greer um and like between auditions like I go in the morning I would do meetings or like do my work on my laptop and like in between that work I would go like sign my name in at the holding room or like go to the audition and whatever so it was a very like kind of weird balance and you know a little tricky at times but um it gave me a lot of like security in um, like financial security because I had like one or two things that I was just focusing on outside of dance. But then also I had like just peace of mind that I could take myself out of dance every now and then and really focus on the opportunities that I loved and that like, you know, audition you don't make money off of auditioning. But like I, I could really focus on like then showing up to those auditions and like um, having the energy to put my full self into it and like really commit to the opportunities I wanted to pursue versus just like spreading myself thin and doing everything. Um, so it took me a while to get there and I had to do everything to like figure that out. But I think that's the balance that like I ended up feeling more comfortable with eventually. That's awesome. And I think that that's, it sounds really healthy and I feel like a lot of people could learn from that. And, and also like, I know so many people who go to college and get a degree and then, you know, it, it is a kind of like a, a complicated issue, I guess, nowadays of like, should you go to college or should you just dance? And I went to Smith, they have a dance major. So I majored in dance and I did a lot of like anthropology and all of these things. And um, I, I still use so much of what I learned in college and I do think that college is a great experience but and definitely some people don't need to go but it's awesome that you're able to actually utilize what you majored in and all of those skills that you learned and now um, you've kind of 
develop that even further. So I'd love to talk about your new adventure, um, mm-hmm. artwork. Is it art work? It's like W R K, right? That's like yeah, yeah. It's arts with an A R T S and then W R K. Arts yeah. work. Okay, cool. Yeah. So tell everyone all about this. I'm so intrigued. I've liked every Instagram. <laughs> picture and all of the branding is amazing like you guys have your waiting list everything is just so enticing about it so I'm just really excited I'm mostly I just want to know for myself everything about this because I'm so intrigued (laughs) yeah okay so um thanks first of all yeah I'm super excited about it so um Nick who I was talking about earlier um we like I said went to school together um and he similarly he studied business and created his own major called commercial dance management and so we have always just aligned on like our interests for like this intersection of business and the dance industry and entertainment um and going through the industry we just saw a lot of like gaps and pain points and how and especially as I was consulting in like health tech I was like wow there is so there are so many like um, gaps in the dance industry where you know we're not like getting technology here to to serve our needs um, and to serve the needs of like so many like creative professionals and so um, that kind of like got us thinking we were like why are these basic things so hard like why do we still have to print out a piece of paper and a headshot and but there are just certain things that it just feels like we could we could you know put some attention to and innovate on and so that's where this idea came from but is um is a professional network for artists and creatives so um it's a linkedin essentially that's created for artists um and for people in the gig economy so um obviously like if you use linkedin it makes sense for like a nine to five job but you can't put all of the different like creative skill sets that you have even as a dancer like you wear so many different hats so the purpose of this is you have a profile you can put in all the different creative tags and sub tags that you have so I could say dancer singer you know choreographer creative director whatever I want to write and then put in all my like genres under dance and singing and whatever um and then the way that I track work is by um so right now we use like Instagram, like that's how we probably stayed connected. Um, but I even, until you said Intrepid, I was like, Oh, I I kind of forgot where we met. Right. Um, and it's hard to stay at the top of people's minds. So, um, the way that this works is you put in, after you do a gig, you just put it onto your, your profile, your resume. Um, but it doesn't have to be like only your most professional gigs. It's meant to just track everything that you've done and then track all your connections connected to it. So if I did like John Oliver, then I can go in there and ideally add everyone that also did that with me. And if other people have added their connections from the job, then ideally on that page, you see everyone that worked the job, including like the producers and the hairdressers and whatever. Because the point is that like our arts ecosystem like relies on word of mouth and relies on one another to get jobs and get work. And so um, the goal is for everything to be in one place, for all of us to be connected so that um, we can refer each other to work. and obviously the the dance industry there's not much happening right now so the feature that we're kind of building in now to to 
keep everyone connected and balanced is um, this like resources hub. So um, basically like whether it's part-time jobs or COVID relief or taxes and accounting, things like that, there are going to be like discussion boards as well as like literal links to resources and like organizations that you can that you can get connected to for those resources this sounds so amazing i'm just like jaw on the floor listening to it because it's so needed like everything you're talking about i can see it and it's like lighting up in my brain like wow oh my gosh a solution finally something that's better than just instagram like it really is like we're expected to Instagram is so tricky and I've talked about this with other people where there's like such a strange situation because it's not a professional resource for everyone who uses Instagram. So some of the people we're connected with on Instagram are like our friends from middle school and they like, you know, feel some type of way when you're like posting all these professional pictures and, you know, it's just like a weird balance of doing that because that is really like our only way. I mean, there's like backstage and actors access and all of that but that's not really accessible to everyone and it's not it's not like uh like a community it's not like two ways you don't get to like see other people it's like the head people and then I'm just like this little minion trying to like make myself seen but this seems like it's such a community and such important resources like there's so much that I I learned from doing ProSem, but I didn't learn in my college. And if you didn't even go to college or if you didn't do a program like ProSem at BDC and you just kind of moved to the city and had to figure it out, it's really hard. There's so much that is not taught and there's so much that's really easy to teach and should be available for people. So I'm just like 3000% on board with this and so excited about it. Uh, Thank you. I mean, totally. That's like... The thought, it's kind of like why doesn't this already exist because um, it just it just makes sense that like there would be an easy way for us to all connect to share resources to like have a place that's only about like arts jobs and you know how, what we need like as a portfolio I mean people make websites and things like that and this this isn't trying to replace that like you can still have your personal website but it's just so hard to upkeep something like that versus just like okay for every job make it really dynamic and be able to connect with the different people but I think um more than that yeah it's kind of exactly what you were saying just like Instagram works for people use it for such different things. Even if I use it personally as a marketing tool, which I do, I use it for like um, very specific types of marketing though. Like if I'm teaching classes, then I put them on there. Or if I'm like, yeah, doing, doing super specific, like publicly oriented stuff. But you know, no one sees like the the actual day-to-day work that's happening, right? Like they, I only publicize kind of like my classes and that kind of thing on there versus like, like the jobs and stuff that that gets lost in just like the the day-to-day happenings and the auditions and things like that and the people that I'm meeting so it really does like it's just a totally different purpose what Instagram has and um we're hoping that like this is more for your like day-to-day artists who are who are in it and want to connect with the other people in it in like a professional capacity where all your stuff is just in one place so I um, love it and especially because like we have SAG after and we have equity, but there's no just like 
specific dance union or something unifying dancers like a place where we can just come together and like you know I know there's dancers alliance which is awesome if anyone out there like definitely check that out but I feel like this and dancers alliance together will be such powerful tools to like really give agency to dancers and to like create community and to like create industry standards and stay connected in a non-competitive way like I just think everything about this is genius so I'm so excited when do you guys like officially launch like how how can people get involved with it yeah so um right now the best way is to go to artswork.com and just sign up for the wait list um and um, we're going to roll out the platform to like 50 ish people at a time, um, that are like generally connected to one another. So we're going to do some stalking and just like <laughs> make, make sure people know at least one or two other people on the platform. Um, just while we still like work out some bugs and test it out. Um, we have like an awesome team of, um, engineers who've been like working on it and, so cool. um, it's been really it's been really fun to put it together but I think that yeah it's just gonna take some time to roll it out we're hoping to launch in January um, and start rolling it out to people um, on the wait list though uh, at the end of this month so cool right, right around the the timeline is a little TBD because of the election we were like November 1st we'll roll it out but I doubt anyone will care about this right uh, <laughs> So um, we'll probably do like a little bit into November. We'll start rolling it out to people. And um, yeah, just like small groups until early next year, most likely January, we'll we'll get it out to the public. Wow, that is so amazing. I'm, I just like, I know I've said the word amazing 400 times. <laughs> so I need to like read a thesaurus and get my vocabulary up because I say amazing too much. That's what I've learned editing a podcast every week you realize that you have a very limited vocabulary but it really is amazing so I'm gonna stick with that word for now (laughs) so before we get into our last kind of like game question situation I would love to just know some of your other passions outside of dance like what you do for fun what you do when you're like having downtime (laughs) yeah um well I think that I honestly like I, my, my life is really split between like dance and business and like um, with the business stuff I, I really liked just playing with like random design stuff like I, I love just like playing on the there's this program called Figma that is like it, this is so nerdy that I, this, I'll say a real like hobby and stuff like that too but um, it's just this really fun like Photoshop designy tool that I play with all the time um, did so. you make the did you make all the branding for arts work or? Is that what you um, used to make that? <laughs> but most of it, I we had one of my friends um, designed our logo for us, um, and so he did most of it. But he did like the the basics, and then um, me and like a few other people have been working on like creating the graphics and making like the design of of how everything looks on like for the brand and the site and stuff. So cool. um, it's a, it's like a team effort. All of it's a group effort. But cool. <laughs> I, I love design stuff. And then um, I really like like making like little bracelets and stuff. I like, I just like, I'm very hands-on. Um, I've loved cooking during quarantine. Um, spent a lot of time with friends. I've biked a lot during quarantine. Um, so yeah, just like outdoorsy stuff, like, 
watching TV, binge watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> stuff a nice variety of different things. I think yeah. that that's, that's so important to just like keep yourself busy and, and you can work your creative muscle even when we're not able to really work dance so much. I mean, obviously like I know you've been taking like online classes. I've seen you post that and stuff, but it's just, it's so different. It's so different. It's different. And you know, for me, honestly, like I need to remind myself now that, you know, dance isn't built into my life every day. Um, it's easy for me to just like not dance um, sometimes. And like if I don't have space or something like that. So I really like have been trying to just make sure that dance is like in my life, whether it's like teaching or just jan- dancing around in my room or staying active and like exercising. Like I really need to make sure to keep dancing just because I, I miss it otherwise. And I'm like, I don't feel like myself when I'm not dancing. Yesterday I just improved and like put on this like James Bay song that I love. And I was, I, it was like such an emotional experience. And I was like, I just, I need to do this every day. I need to dance yeah. all the time. It's you sometimes I forget like I'm feeling really off and weird and I'm like why do I feel so strange and then I take a dance class or you know nowadays I guess like take a zoom dance class or something and then you're like oh right this is what my body and my soul needs so I need to remind myself to do that as well totally yeah 100 percent awesome so we have entered our let me put our little sound on question time game (laughs) i need a better name for this game it's not really a game it's just kind of like here are some questions (laughs) that i got from the internet so basically these are loosely uh color coded some of them are a little more deep some of them are a little silly um if there's any that you want to skip you can always pass if you can pick a new one none of them are really you know incriminating or too scandalous but i'm gonna just pick randomly one of each color and let's see what it gives us and then you can pick what color you would like to start with let's see okay let's see if these are all housing related as well (laughs) okay pick a color any color (laughs) um i'll do blue awesome Ooh, starting off with a deep one. What are you most afraid of? Um, most afraid of, huh? I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I'm, I'm like, obviously like, as most people would be, I think I'm just like, death scares me um and the idea of just like losing people i think is like the scariest possible thing but yeah i that is that is a deep question that that would be it um a more lighthearted thing that i'm scared of is dogs which is so ironic because i feel like you wouldn't expect that of me i'm a very like dog-like energy but um, i'm (laughs) not a dog person unfortunately so i was scared of dogs my whole life oh no did you have like an experience where a dog I actually got bit in the face by a dog once really yeah um a bunch of dogs would just like chase me I think they could sense that I was scared but Mm -hmm. I just got chased and like nipped by like a bunch of dogs when I was little and yeah I I haven't liked them ever since I've I've, they've grown on me but I'm just not a dog person yeah I'm definitely more of a cat person (laughs) 
as you can see. Oh, <laughs> okay, next one. Um, let's do purple. Awesome. Ooh, another deep one. What emotion do you experience the most? I guess oh. right now, because <laughs> I feel like anything like time is segmented between like quarantine and then pre-quarantine. So I guess what ex- what emotion do you experience the most right now in your life? I don't know how I would how I what word would best describe this, but I just feel very like zoned in, like locked into, especially when I'm doing arts work stuff, I'm just so excited about it. And so like all in and, um, invested. Um, Mm. so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what like emotion that is, but I just, I find myself glued to my computer a lot in a good way, Yeah, which it's not always good, but I, but I just really love what I'm like thinking about and working on. So that's awesome. Okay. Next one. Um, orange. What food will you absolutely not eat under any circumstance? Um, I don't know. I don't really, (laughs) I mean, the the easy version is I, I grew up as a vegetarian. I, I like ate chicken most of my life, but I, I don't eat most meat. So I guess that's probably an easy answer. Yeah. Um, but there's not nothing that I like. I'm like, oh, never ever. Like if someone you're like pretty adventurous it. with your yeah. eating habits. That's good. I yeah. need to be more like you. I'm like I have a lot of foods that I would not eat under any circumstance. <laughs> okay, last question. Well, second to last question. What do you hope to achieve by the age of fifty? It's like, I'm sure it's a lot of things because I feel like you're very driven and have a lot of great ideas. So, (laughs) well, I would love like if Artsburg could grow, I would love, love that. I would love to like have it be a real thing that like actually helps people. Um, I would love to like be able to dance again and have a dance career to some capacity again. Um, Whatever that looks like. And, you know, I had a long list of like goals in that industry that I wanted to accomplish um and then by the time I'm 50 I don't know I would love to have like a a loving family and like some kids that are awesome uh, (laughs) and that are like doing their own things and um with the way our world is looking right now I would just love if like I always think about it like my parents are immigrants and they came here and had like such a different like they wanted to make a really good life for us and I feel so lucky to like have all the opportunities I have so I don't know what the next version of that looks like, but I hope that I can give them like a better version of what I have, Um, which is like hard to up because my parents did such a good job. But um, I don't know, whatever, whatever that looks like for them would be awesome. I love that. And then our last question is what brings out your most creative self? Um... This is like a silly answer, but honestly, dancing, like if I just put on a song and like, like move around, um, that, that truly is like how I feel the most creative and connected, um, or seeing moving pieces. I'm a very like visual learner and choreographer dancer. Like I like seeing things in pictures. And so being able to, um, 
channel that and just see art also like really helps. Awesome. I love that. That was a great answer. Okay. So I know we talked about arts work, but there's anything you would like to plug? Where can people find you? Um, I have your Instagram on the screen on YouTube, but for anyone who is listening in the podcast, um, share your Instagram, share anything that you want to (laughs) plug. Yeah. I mean, my Instagram is probably like the best place to go for like updates on my life, but, um, yeah, arts work. If you're an artist, definitely sign up for the wait list. It's, um, arts work, a R T S W R K, um, dot com. Cause we're edgy. Yeah. Um, I love that. <laughs> and you can sign up for the wait list and we're going to slowly get people on it. So we just, we just want as many people to like be able to interact with it. And we're really refining it to artists and what people want. So like the more people that we can get on it and get feedback from, like the better it will be probably. So yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, For anyone who is watching or listening, definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Essentially Haley. Uh, Like this video, comment, tell us um, if you had an epiphany or you agree with anything that we were talking about. I'd love to hear about it. Um, If you are listening on the podcast, definitely subscribe on Apple Podcasts to Dancers Doing Stuff. It's on Spotify. Uh, Google Podcasts apparently is a thing. There's, you know, a bunch of podcast places that you can find it. Um, And then also, I have been doing The Artist's Way this month. I just am on week two, so there's still time to catch up if you want to get the book and read the chapters and do the exercises. It's been really inspiring and exciting to go through all the work work not worksheets like tasks homework assignments um, and just work on ourselves as creatives since we can't necessarily actually work as creatives we can work on our creativity so I think other than that I don't think I have anything else to plug except my Instagram which you guys have heard me say a million times essentially Haley for my DIY dancers doing stuff content and then Haley Grove for my personal and dance stuff so we will see you guys next time bye